teacher shortage. It's not just a Pittsburgh problem. It's not just a Pennsylvania problem. It's a national problem. And joining us right now is somebody who deals with these kinds of issues all the time. Her name is Laura Boyce. She's executive director of Teach Plus Pennsylvania. They're a nonprofit here in the state of Pennsylvania that focuses on education and working with the state in terms of how to recruit more teachers. And joining us right now on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline is Laura Boyce. Laura, thanks so much for making time for us today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Is this something that has just happened because of the pandemic? Is that the reason why we are short so many teachers? The pandemic has exacerbated a trend that was at least a decade in the making. If we look back to a decade ago, Pennsylvania's educator preparation programs were preparing 20,000 teachers a year. We had enough teachers that we were exporting them to other states. Um, this most recent year, we prepared just 6,000 teachers. So that this is a longstanding trend that reflects national trends of declining enrollments in educator preparation programs. The thing that's new with the pandemic is the, the stress and the working conditions of teaching have continued to worsen. So we're now seeing more teachers leave the classroom at faster rates as well. We're seeing higher rates of early retirement, higher rates of resignation. And so we really have a perfect storm of some some longstanding and building conditions on top of an immediate crisis that has made everything worse. How bad's the problem? Well, one of the challenges in Pennsylvania is we don't have great data to answer that question in terms of exactly how many vacant teacher positions we have all across the state. That is not data that the state currently collects. And so as we think about potential solutions, that's an early solution that we'd like to see more action taken from the state to, to better compile. Anecdotally and at the local level, we know that almost every district around across the Commonwealth is struggling with increased numbers of teacher vacancies with, um, in some cases, such as in Philadelphia, still hundreds of positions open and, uh, you know, as the school year is right around the corner, really diminishing odds that they're going to be able to fill those positions in time for the school year. You talked about Philly. We are here in Pittsburgh. Is this just a big city problem, meaning this is an Erie problem, a Harrisburg problem, a Pittsburgh problem, a Philly problem, or is it for all districts all across the Commonwealth? It's really across all types of districts, urban, rural, or suburban, we're seeing the same trend. And when we talk to superintendents and HR directors, they're all seeing similar things. I will say one exception to that is Pittsburgh Public, where we did just see uh, recent furloughs of teachers due to declining enrollment. So that is really the only district I'm familiar with in the entire Commonwealth where we have you know, a problem of too many teachers versus too few. But working with other districts in Allegheny County, many still have unfilled positions. I'd say the, the biggest trend I've noticed is not urban versus rural versus suburban. It's that the districts that are the most underfunded and have the fewest resources generally because of lower property values and less ability to bring in local property tax, those are the ones that struggle. And that's often related to they're not able to offer as high of teacher salaries. And so they aren't able to compete with districts that have more resources. She is the executive director of Teach Plus Pennsylvania. Her name is Laura Boyce, and she's joining us here on KDKA today. Laura, you've been quoted as saying these shortages cause a vicious cycle that makes conditions for the educators who are there untenable. 
Um, what do you mean by that? Give, give me a little bit more to, uh, to that, a little more meat to that. Why is it untenable, do you think? When one teacher in a building or several teachers in a building either are out or those positions are unfilled, it's up to the remaining educators, the teachers and the administrators in the building to, to pick up the slack and to cover those classes. And so what you then have is teachers who are already already have full classes of their own, they're teaching 80 to 90% of the school day. They're then being asked to give up their lunch period or their prep period to cover a different class or yeah. to take in students who would have been in another teacher's classroom into their classes. So. For example, a principal that I worked worked with in Philadelphia ended up having to resign mid-year because she was covering classes rather than doing her administrative jobs, and she developed such debilitating vertigo that she had to step away from the principalship. And we also have a teacher that we worked with who had to be hospitalized due to a bladder infection after going so long without bathroom breaks because she was covering classes during her free periods. And so you just have this situation where teachers who are in the building are having increased workloads, less time to do the work that they need to do to help students succeed. Stress levels go up, burnout rates go up, and they are less likely to stay in the classroom as a result. I have people call and say, well, Rick, teachers just aren't paid enough. We just need to pay them more. And yet I hear you say from all these different uh, stories this is way more than simply a matter of what your W-2 says, isn't it? Absolutely. I certainly will never say that teachers um, should not be paid more because they absolutely, in my opinion, deserve to be some of the highest paid members of our society. And instead, they make much less money than most other professions requiring a bachelor's degree. But there are a lot of other things around the working conditions, the status of the profession that also need to be addressed. And, you know, it doesn't help that Recently, we've seen a lot of political attacks on teachers and scapegoating of teachers, um, you know, accusing them of indoctrinating children and so forth. That is just, you know, adding, <laughs> I, I would say, adding insult to injury when they're already underpaid, given the enormous skill and talent and passion it requires to be an effective educator. The numbers that you started us out in the conversation were saying that we used to train 10 years ago 20,000 teachers a year, and, and Ohio wanted them, West Virginia wanted them, New York wanted them, New Jersey wanted them, et cetera. It was only 6,000 last year. Is that at all tied to the fact that colleges aren't necessarily taking as many students anymore, or do you think that it's those students are choosing to do something else other than education? It's more so that students are choosing to do something other than education. And I think when you think about why that is, number one, we don't have great research on that, but there are a few different reasons. I think the low pay is one factor, particularly when you look at the rising cost of college. If you are a student who's going into college, especially if you're going to have to take out student loans, you might be a first generation student or you know, coming from a family that's experienced poverty, the cost benefit of equation of pursuing teaching, knowing that you're then going to be underpaid compared to nursing or law or medicine or something else that you could pursue. The cost-benefit equation just doesn't really work out. But students are also seeing their teachers' experiences and the challenges that teachers are facing, and that's impacting their decisions of what college majors to pursue and what careers they want to pursue. So that's another cycle where if we aren't able to improve the conditions for the teachers who are there, 
it's going to affect not only teacher retention, but recruitment because you will, you'll see the next generation of students not wanting to go into teaching. Sounds like we're kind of in a perfect storm right now and a perfect storm problem, doesn't it? Absolutely. There, there are solutions that we can enact. They're going to require uh, resources. They're going to require political will. And we really need all members of the public as well as policymakers to recognize this crisis, appreciate our teachers, and really take action to change the course of this crisis. Laura, thanks so much for carving out some time for us today on KDK. We appreciate you. My pleasure. Laura Boyce, she is the executive director, again, of Teach Plus Pennsylvania, talking about some of those big-time problems.